0: Welcome to Prim and Prosper. I'm Elizabeth Hathaway. And I'm Marinella Mazzucato.
1: Well, Marinella, I've been very excited for this episode because I love holiday movies very much. And last year I didn't really watch any with the first year of the pandemic. I just was not in the Christmas spirit. I didn't I don't think I watched any holiday movies last year. This year I have been binging like crazy my netflix algorithm is completely thrown off it's only suggesting me holiday movies so i am very prepared for this week's episode
0: yeah i definitely have been stepping up my watching of the holiday movies primarily the ones that like the favorites last year i don't think i did a lot of holiday watching but i would watch them off season it seemed like i would be like looking for a holiday movie in, you know, June for some reason. And this year I'm like, okay, this is well-timed. It's actually Christmas time.
1: Well, you didn't realize it, but you've got a perfect segue to my first question for you. What are some of your favorite Christmas movies or holiday movies? And we can start there.
0: My all-time favorite Christmas movie is A Christmas Carol.
1: And which version?
0: and i really prefer like the really old one i think it was in the i think it was created either in the 30s or 50s i forget
1: i was gonna say it might be the 30s but maybe i'm it's it's definitely i know which one you're talking about
0: i think it's like it was it was in black and white it was one of the ones they didn't redo in color but recently they made a version of it where you could tell it was like you know whatever that how they ever color in black and white movies is beyond me. I'm like, who who has
1: the time? Who's who's figuring out how to do this? It yeah, seems like a very tedious task to me. Uh, so what are some of like your favorite parts of the movie or is it the message or tell tell me your thoughts on it? I
0: guess it is the message. That and I've always considered myself more of like an old soul and I don't know if it was one of like the first christmas movies that i watched that i really paid attention to because i can remember watching things like um the christmas story where the kid shoots his you know he wants the bb gun and not paying any attention to it but then turning on this like real old-timey a christmas carol and just being totally sucked into it something about it made me pay more attention to the message of um you know, uh, treating people better.
1: Yeah. So the Goodman Theater here in Chicago does A Christmas Carol every year. And they have adapt, uh, adapted it over time to try to like modernize the storytelling. And the coffee shop I go to, the owners go every single year. It's their tradition to go see the live performance at the Goodman Theater. And uh, I I guess it's a very diverse cast, so not quite like the Charles Dickens um, version, uh, the original one. Uh, But this year, Fezziwig is a woman and she is a lesbian. So it was like her and her wife dancing at the company party or whatever that scene is. Mm hmm. So it's just like kind of cute to see how it's being modernized and I think that's such a nice little I guess each year they kind of add in those little additions.
0: Yeah, I mean the 80s version was kind of different too, like they kind of went more into depth about certain parts, but it it kind of it stayed pretty traditional. Like I don't think they introduced anybody of any different ethnicities or definitely didn't talk about sexual orientation or anything like that. So kudos to that theater
1: yeah no i think it's really a a very cool thing that they're doing um i mean i think the classic is amazing as well i wouldn't say it's super high on my list although every time i watch the movie i think i should watch it more frequently uh i think most christmases i don't think to watch it and so it's like every four or five years i'm like oh i should watch A version of the And there's tons of versions Of A Christmas Carol There's the Muppets version Mm -hmm. I used to love that When I was a bit younger Uh, And anyways I'm reminded of how Wonderful the story is And I do think it has A lot of good themes About treating each other With respect and dignity and, And being kind to each other And loving And some other Christmas movies Maybe miss the mark On having a good takeaway theme Yes. So what's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh I don't know if I have a favorite, but there are 3 that I watch every year. So I think if we say a favorite is something that you like make a part of your annual tradition, that probably counts. Uh, So one of them is the animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas from I think it's from the 50s or the 60s. It's like Boris Karloff does the Grinch. Uh, And I don't know. It's just I love the animation and it also probably has a good message, right? Like the Grinch at the end. His heart grows two sizes, <laughs> or actually a lot of sizes. I think it's two sizes, too small, and then it grows very large mm-hmm. by the end. Um, but it was a tradition to typically watch that and decorate the tree. Or if we listened to The Nutcracker, then we would watch it and uh, on Christmas Eve. So we usually um, watch it either while decorating the tree or watch it on Christmas Eve. So that's one of my favorites. But I don't like any of the new adaptions. Like there was the, I think it was Jim Carrey did one. Not crazy about it. I think there's been some other ones. And I don't, it's it's always that animated one from the 50s that I love.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's like Pixar or something. Is it like a Pixar version? I don't know. There's There's another there version be. that's beyond the Jim Carrey one. And I can't remember what it is, but. I, I always go back to the animated one. When I think of The Grinch Stole Christmas, it's going to be that one in my brain, so.
1: Definitely. The other two movies that I watch every year, and I don't know if you are fans of these ones or not, but are Love Actually and Christmas Vacation. Those, to me, are very classic. And honestly, probably Home Alone, too. I watch that almost every year as well. So I guess if I had to add, like, a fourth to my Mount Rushmore, it would be those four. I
0: almost forget that Home Alone was a Christmas movie because of all, like, the pranking and antics and stuff like that. But I feel like the lesson in Home Alone for me is that... uh, Mom is the only one who's going to give a damn if you're left behind (laughs) because nobody else came. Poor Kevin. Nobody else
1: came. But, you know, Moira, she cared. Yeah. (laughs) Catherine O'Hara. I love her. Yeah. So I always liked Home Alone growing up. And then it really catapulted to a new level when i moved to chicago i might have already mentioned this on our podcast but my very first christmas in chicago we actually went up to the home alone house because it's in the suburbs and lots of people do it and they go and they take a picture you know outside the door i mean i feel horrible for the family that lives there except they're millionaires so i don't feel that horrible uh, but you know you drive a, uh, around the town and it's still like it's 1991 or whatever that whatever year the movie was made. You can see the little lake that he skates across. Like it still looks like the Home Alone town. It's crazy.
0: I think I saw on the news that that house was available to be Airbnb just one night. I don't know who they were going to pick, but obviously it was going to probably be like a lottery system of who won the opportunity but they like staged the house as as close as they could to how it was in the movie and you know that would have like been like my dream come true to be able to stay
1: in that house oh absolutely i mean all i got was to the stoop i didn't get any further Was that statue there that gets knocked over by the pizza delivery guy? <laughs> it was not. Ah! Oh no! <laughs> I know. Really, they should keep it out there. I don't think it was. Uh, I don't rem- and I I still have the picture somewhere. Um, and yeah, I don't think that statue is there anymore. It,
0: no car could take a hit on that statue nowadays. It would just total it. But whatever
1: that that guy was driving, totally fine. Totally fine. Yep, 90s pizza delivery vehicle. Totally unharmed. Do you have any other... I mean, I know we've listed your favorite, but are there any others that you would put in a top tier as far as Christmas movies?
0: I'm also a big fan of Love Actually. Um, I watched that one multiple times. Like, I don't just watch one time and I'm done. I'll probably watch it, like, six or seven times in December, so... Um, and I like that one because of all the different perspectives of people and how they celebrate and kind of shows like, you know, the uglier parts of a holiday. And another one that I still enjoy, I guess, is um, what is that movie? Um, what am I? Uh, it's a it's a wonderful life.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's A Wonderful Life. Yeah. Some people don't consider that a Christmas movie because Christmas is just at the end of the movie.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't consider it a Christmas movie, but the more that I watched it, the more that I realized that, like, it kind of goes back to, like, what I think Christmas should be about, which is appreciation of the people that you have around you, um, family, you know. But I consider it more of a Christmas movie now.
1: I definitely consider a Christmas movie. I had no idea that there was a movement not to consider It's a Wonderful Life a Christmas movie. Uh, But I was recently hanging out with some friends, and uh, I realized there is a movement to not consider it a Christmas movie. But I think it belongs. I'm with you. Uh, But I do want to go back to Love Actually, since we both state that that's a movie we enjoy and love during Christmas what are your favorite storylines in it like which you know couples or which storylines
0: i think my favorite storyline is the one with you know um the couple that's getting married and the best friend that's the cinematographer for the wedding Mm -hmm. and how that kind of unfolds and like just watching You know, somebody who cares so much about somebody else that he's not willing to spoil it, you know? Even though he sees an opportunity to, like, maybe make his move, and he's so close, but he still loves this person enough and his friend enough to not take the chance on ruining something for all of them.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I do hear you on that. I still... I, I used to think it was a very sweet storyline. And can I tell you, I've, I watch it now and I get just a little bit creeped out by his whole holding up of the letter or, you know, the cards at the end. And I don't know why. I think because it's like she obviously figured out from the video that you were in love with her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, are you just putting her in a bad position when you're like, I love you? But, you know, go live the rest of your life with your husband. And I'm probably way overthinking it is really the truth of it. It's a Christmas movie. At the end of the day, it's not meant to be, I don't think, anything of deep thought. Um, But now I watch it and I get a little bit of cringe at only that part of it, just when he shows up with the cards.
0: Yeah, I could see that being like kind of like uh him taking maybe another stab in the dark to see okay maybe one more little cute thing i could do and maybe she'll just be like you know never mind my husband let's do this
1: (laughs) never mind him yeah
0: like forget (laughs) it you know this was just so adorable that we'll just throw it all out the door so yeah i could see a little bit of creep factor in
1: that what is interesting is how iconic that scene has become because you see it like, uh, you know, reimagined and repeated in commercials. This year, I don't know if you watched Ted Lasso, but this year they did the card thing and Ted Lasso yeah. and their twist on it I thought was so incredibly adorable. Yeah, I love uh, that. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen Ted Lasso, but I thought that was the cutest twist on it that I've ever seen.
0: Did Ted. Ted- Ted Lasso did a Christmas celebration on that one on this on this season. I can't remember now.
1: Yeah, that was from I think this season. Okay, and um, yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, it was definitely from the season. I think it's season two.
0: Another good um, um, Christmas movie
1: is The Holiday. I oh yeah, that's with Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz, and is that. The- is that yeah them? i'm trying to think of, is it like phones? actually
0: like a holiday i think it is they do they celebrate it is christmas
1: yeah because yeah, it's like cameron diaz goes through a breakup and she just wants to get away and kate winslet realizes the man that she's been infatuated with her like co-worker or boss has just been stringing her along and he's not really interested in her and they both anyways do they both want to get away They swap homes, and then they meet somebody in their swap locations. And it's for sure Christmas, yeah.
0: I love that movie because I feel like I've been both of those women at the same time, (laughs) in the same, like, scenario. Like, uh, I think that I've felt that way about the same person somehow and needed to do both of those things.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, that part of the movie is probably super relatable to a lot of women, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Um, which actually maybe segues nicely into a question I want to ask you because I also have a fondness for, although I don't have a favorite one of these, but I have a fondness for the, like the cliched Hallmark Lifetime Romance Christmas movies. And you know how like 15 or 20 will come out a year and I'll just watch random ones. And they all are kind of the exact same story, you know, but I still sit down and watch, like, five or six a season. So what are your thoughts on that? You know what I'm talking about, those, like, cliched Hallmark Lifetime-style movies. I think I'm more, like, towards, like, you know, like the Netflix
0: ones that come out that are, like, 90 minutes, and that's, like, about just about the right amount of time. I think the one that I'm kind of... It's a new one. It's called Love Hard. I don't know if you've seen it on
1: yes Netflix. On Netflix. Um,
0: but it's basically, you know, this, this, the storyline is this girl, her job is to like go on terrible dates and write for it for her job. And she finds that she meets this wonderful guy and she's not sure if she's being catfished. So she tries to like meet up with him and it I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it goes completely not according to what she thinks. And obviously the version of the person that she thought she was going to meet doesn't end up coming close to the person that she meets. And that kind of turns out being a good thing. And I just thought it was kind of like a a cute story and like how this perfect version of who you think you're going to meet sometimes isn't as good as the person that you don't want to meet at all
1: yeah i also like that movie because the at least historically when i think of the hallmark lifetime movies it's always white people Mm -hmm. and i feel like we're now just slowly getting to see more diverse casts in those type of Again, cliched holiday movies. and Love Hard has that. It has an Asian American male as one of the leads. And what I kind of like about that is he's a comedian. I didn't I never heard of him till I saw Love Hard. and now, along with all of the Christmas movies that are being recommended in my Netflix algorithm, I do watch a lot of stand-up comedy. And his name is Jimmy O. And he has a stand-up special that's also being recommended to me. And I haven't checked it out yet. But I have it in my like to-watch list, because I'm really interested. Uh, so I appreciate that Netflix, I think, is trying to bring in more diversity to their holiday movies. Uh, I Kind of along the same lines, one movie I want to bring up, and I don't know if you've seen on Netflix, is Single All the Way. Have you seen that one? I- don't know that I have, no. So it follows two gay men who are best friends. They live out in LA, I think. And for various reasons, they decide to go back and visit the one's family, and the friend comes along. And his family is, you know, overbearing because he's the only single one. All of the other kids and cousins are all married. So they really want to find him a man. Uh, so they're like trying to set them up on dates. And it's like kind of that, you know, that sort of fun family dynamic where they're maybe a little overbearing, a little bit intrusive, but they're very well meaning. Uh, but I think what I liked so much about that movie is one, it focuses on a gay couple as the primary romance of the movie. But it also, there wasn't conflict about them being gay. I feel like if you have a gay, or at least the movie as I've seen, when there's a homosexual lead, part of the conflict is like their family or their friends or their work don't accept them for who they are and like that's something that they have to deal with. And it was kind of fun that none of that was in single all the way. Like he's got conflict, right? Like, oh, is he gonna end up with the best friend or someone else? And of course the family's being a little nosy and over involved, but they're well meaning. So, like, that conflict that's that cliched Christmas romance movie conflict is all still there, but there's nothing about them not being accepted for who they are. And that was kind of, I don't know, I liked that. I liked that it wasn't part of the movie.
0: Yeah, that is kind of nice because, like, you know, you need a break from the reality of that situation, um, which is very common for a lot of gay people that that is something that you know, some people can't bring somebody home for Christmas because of that. And if you if you're watching a movie, maybe you just want to think, what could it be? It could be this way. So that's really cool.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's it for me. Is that I know that that struggle is real, and I certainly don't mean to minimize it for anyone, but. A lot of times when I'm going to see Christmas movies, I want the fantasy, and there's like a certain magic about Christmas where you kind of believe things are possible, and I want a gay couple to fit into that storyline just like I want the heterosexual couple to fit into that storyline, and, you know, I think it, it has a place. Yes, it's a fluffy movie, but all Christmas movies are fluffy movies. That's what they are. Yeah. So, you know.
0: I do find it funny that a lot of these like newer Christmas movies are like the stress and the pressure of having to have somebody there with you for Christmas, like all of these like arrangements. I don't know if it was like, um, what is that movie where, you know, she's she's dating or she's she's trying to find somebody to just bring home for all of the holidays. The holiday, the holiday. Yes, that's what it is. It really is like a crappier time to be involved with family stuff is around those holidays when everybody else does have somebody. Um, but I kind of hate that the movies keep feeding into that, too, where you're like, OK, we get it. It's better to have somebody with you for a holiday to have a plus one.
1: Yeah, you kind of answered a question I was going to ask you already. Uh, it was, I was going to say. You know, a, a trend with these, especially, again, the, like, Hallmark lifestyle type movies is that being in a relationship around the holiday is, is significant. Like, it is important, and you should be in one. Um, and they're always kind of around finding somebody, and they typically have this magical twist where two people just fall in love. And, you know, there there is a certain unrealistic messaging about relationships around the holidays. And I didn't know if you had any other thoughts on that. Like, do you think it's a good thing for society or a bad thing? Or are you indifferent to it?
0: I don't know, because it seems to me like anytime I've had, um, I've been in a relationship over a holiday, I did feel like with my family stress, at least I had like somebody – to be like there for me you know and that is a relief for a lot of people I think to have like a partner in crime to be like okay um, I don't typically want to see 75% of these people thank God that we've I've got you here to support me and that's the side that I could see that being like that's awesome but the rest of it where you like just randomly bring this person in to like meet your family and you just started dating them, I mean, it seems traumatic. <laughs> right? Like, like, the worst idea possible, and, you know, especially if you throw in some gifting in there, too. I
1: can't even imagine. I do feel as though Christmas movies downplay, uh, you know, like, they doubt, down- And I get it, right? They're they're trying to just entertain and be, you know, lighthearted, Movies, they're not trying to probably have deep messaging or at least not again, these Hallmark Lifetime type of movies. They're, they're, they are what they are. They're just little fluff pieces. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I know that a lot of the messaging is super unrealistic. Like, I know that these really bizarre ways in which people meet and it's magical and perfect is not how the real world works. And I also know that in the movies, the stakes are never that high. Like the families might be a little surprised at who you're bringing home for the holiday, but it always works out. It's never, you know, like the conflict and what's at stake is never really that meaningful in these type of movies. But there is part of me, especially after what has been kind of a difficult two years, that just enjoys the fantasy of it. Like, I go in and I have to, you know, I know that, like, none of this is realistic on any level. Like, this is not how relationships work for anybody. But I just, I like getting caught up in the fantasy and the magic of the season, and I'm kind of okay with it.
0: Yeah, and they definitely played a bigger role, too, for me, like, growing up, those movies. Um, things with, like... um tim allen the santa claus like that to me was like very real like i was like oh my gosh like that is how santa comes about and ha- that could happen and i totally believe that tim allen was
1: becoming santa claus 100 <laughs> percent i i think i've only seen that movie one time the very first one i don't think i saw any of the i think there was two others i don't even remember
0: there might have been some sequels yeah i I think I stuck with the original, maybe. I'm not sure about the other two,
1: but... What are your thoughts on Christmas Vacation? Christmas Vacation? My other Mount Rushmore head.
0: (laughs) I love it because of the, the dysfunctionality and, like, this dad that just tries so hard because I feel like mom is always trying so hard. And finally, this movie is like, dad, is trying to make all the little dreams of all this stuff come true, and he really cares about it. Plus, there's a lot of laughs, you know, like you know, down to him uh, jewelry shopping or whatever he was shopping for with his um, wife in the store. Like that was kind of like racy for its time. Hmm.
1: Yeah. I also I do I love a lot of laughs. Like I love the squirrel and the Christmas tree. I love the was it the great aunt wraps up the cat and <laughs> brings the cat gift wrapped I love that cousin Eddie goes and kidnaps his boss because he only got a what was it a fruit of the month club or some a wine of the month club something something lame maybe it was like, <laughs> I don't you remember what it was. it was yeah so lame uh, like I do think those things still hold up like we find them funny and even though I know that those scenes are coming because I've seen that movie so many times I still laugh yeah, I, I still love Julia Louise Dreyfus as the neighbor who's always irritated by them.
0: I, I dream of seeing a house lit up that way. Like, just, like, bulbs on every square inch.
1: <laughs> Knocking out the entire power grid of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I agree. There is something about that one that just, you know, I like a good comedy, and it's one of the few truly comedic Christmas movies that I enjoy. I tend to lean toward either the romance or the heartfelt, but there's not a lot of just pure comedy Christmas movies.
0: There really isn't. I mean, I kind of felt like Elf was a really good comedy, um, only mm-hmm. because I do enjoy Will Ferrell, but a lot of people who don't would not find that funny at all.
1: I haven't, I should probably rewatch Elf. I actually haven't seen it in probably since it came out and i don't really remember my impression of it
0: yeah it's just really light-hearted i guess to see somebody that's like a grown man like uh be raised as a tiny little elf and his softening of new york city i guess yeah
1: there is also the Bad Santa, the Billy Bob Thornton movie. Mm. And while I would not consider it one of my favorites, I do think it's funny to have a raunchy Christmas movie of someone who is legitimately a subpar human being and instead <laughs> of... You know, like, usually everyone is so perfect uh, in holiday movies, and he's far from it, um, but he is also not, like, an antihero. He's just kind of a crummy dude but has some redeemable qualities to him and uh i I like that he's a little more 3d in that regard yeah
0: i my my heart really went out to thurman merman in that one the little boy (laughs) i was just like he is so adorable by the end of it i'm like i'd like to adopt that child
1: He's so adorable, (laughs) and I guess Billy Bob does, you know, like I said, he's got some redeeming qualities, you know, and and you do see those come out, but it also isn't necessarily your standard feel-good, and he's not, like, your perfect envisioned Santa. He's more like how the adults see Santa at the ball. He really is. Like, oh, yes, that is probably the man that I've sat my child on for pictures.
0: Yeah, it gives you some realness on, you know, the possibility of alcoholism as well during Christmas. Yeah. Big time.
1: All that magical Christmas stuff that we were talking about does not exist in this movie. Not
0: at all, yes. Watch that one maybe at the end of the season.
1: Along those lines, are there any movies that you dislike or even hate? Um, I wouldn't say
0: there's any that I hate, but there's ones that I just, I don't watch them. So they're forgettable to me, I guess. I um, think that's the
1: best way to describe what I was thinking as well Is I watch a lot of movies and they just become, you know, forgettable.
0: You know, like those little claymation type of ones, all that stuff where I might have like been memorable at some point. They just kind of, I, they've fallen out, out of my brain. Um, there is one movie that I forgot to mention that I enjoy, and it's Christmas with the Cranks. Another Tim Allen goody.
1: <laughs> I do not know if I've ever seen that one, so fill me in on your enjoyment of this movie.
0: Um, I identify with it a lot because it is a couple of um they're probably in their 40s or so but their 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 daughter's gone to study abroad and they've decided like they spend all this money on christmas and they do all of this stressful stuff and tim allen's finally like you know our daughter's gone the pressure to like perform this whole act is out the door mom's depressed because she's not here let's just go on a cruise so they essentially tell everybody that christmas is canceled and the amount of flack that they get from people for not like continuing to do all these Christmassy traditions and you know give all this money and do all this gifting is insane. And I just feel like
1: I'm there. I'm ready
0: to get on the cruise ship. Pretty yeah. close.
1: I I mean that feels relatable. That uh, that little synopsis you gave me is absolutely relatable. I yeah I definitely have never seen the movie did they make sequels to it I don't think so I think it
0: was pretty hated movie honestly like any person that I've talked to they're like I don't really like it but I don't know why I've just always been like oh it sounds so good just skip it
1: yep you know what you go and have a soft spot for it there's It can be the, you know, have all the Rotten Tomatoes in the world, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't love it. Thank you. I will continue to hold it strong in my heart. Right next to the Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I do feel like the Titanic was beloved enough that they probably equal each other out as far as, you know, Rotten tomato scoring goes.
0: Yes, Titanic, not a Christmas movie for the record. Quite a tragedy.
1: (laughs) 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 spoiler alert it doesn't end well yes
0: (laughs) there is no gifting there
1: whatsoever um so another excellent segue you've provided me speaking of movies that may or may not be a christmas movie what are your thoughts on die hard
0: i feel that die hard is a christmas movie There's enough reference to Christmas, and I don't know if it's just the 90s feel to it that makes me feel Christmassy inside watching it.
1: I mean, I was hoping that we would fall on different sides of this coin so that we could argue the different perspectives, but I also agree that it's a holiday movie. It takes place during a holiday party. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the whole, you know crux of what's happening when we start the movie uh so to me that makes it a holiday movie and as i was saying before there's not that many purely comedic holiday movies that is the only action holiday movie that i can think of i don't know if you can think of any other action holiday movies action
0: holiday movies probably not no they, they probably didn't want to, anybody to question whether or not it was going to be a holiday movie after that. They're like, too many people debated us on whether or not this was a holiday movie. Let's never do it again. We're not doing this anymore.
1: Yeah, that was probably what happened, because all the sequels don't happen around Christmas. Uh-huh. All the sequels happen different times of the year. They probably were like, oh, wow, people hated the holiday party being ruined. Uh, so we should never do that again.
0: Yeah, I I mean I know a shitload of people watched that movie on Christmas Eve when it came out. Like it was like one of the top grossing movies on Christmas Eve. I think it even beat like Home Alone,
1: which yeah, probably. I just I am for, you know, the Christmas movie market is dominated by the rom-coms. And I'm here to have some more action Christmas movies. You know, I wouldn't mind a speed where they're all, you know, maybe on a plane ride because we've already had the speed with the bus and we've had the speed with, you know, the boat. Maybe we do a speed three. People are on plane ride home for the holidays and someone hijacks it. I mean, yeah. Maybe that's too soon since nine eleven. I don't know. but also, 9-11 happened in September, not on Christmas Yeah, I think, I think we're due we can, we can do another Christmas action I'll allow it <laughs> It's been enough time since our last Christmas action Like one every 30 years or so Where it's allowed Has it been 30 years? Oh, It's probably
0: close, yeah I think it has I think it was been.
1: early 90s, right? That Die Hard came out
0: I just have trouble accepting that the 90s were that long ago still <laughs>
1: yeah. it's that's a rough one I know I don't want it to it's, be it's true I'm sorry any other you know I was gonna say i been preparing for this I realized I was so Christmas focused and then I realized I actually don't know any Kwanzaa or Hanukkah I know Hanukkah was earlier this year I don't know any movies that highlight those holidays do you know any not at all i i can't say there's one title that i could recall yeah and i mean i'm sure part of it is that if i if i made an effort to look i would hope i would find some but also it is a shame we don't do a better job of incorporating you know we say the holiday season but for the most part at least in the united states what we mean is christmas and i don't know it's a shame we don't do a better job incorporating some of those other holidays I guess Seinfeld at least didn't they do Chris and yeah they did
0: yeah they did um yeah there's there's not anything I can think of maybe it's because they don't like typically commercialize those holidays as much already that yeah, that's the idea good of making it a movie doesn't seem like something to do but it would be fun for people who celebrate those holidays if they wanted to watch a movie that they would have something to look forward to
1: yeah or even as we're talking about diversity even if it's a quote-unquote christmas movie but you have other characters in the movie who celebrate other holidays it could be at least uh, helping to bring awareness to the fact that there are other holidays Uh, Although I, I I don't know the statistics on it, but I do know that even for people who celebrate Hanukkah and um, Kwanzaa, uh, that that many of them still, in addition, celebrate Christmas, Uh, because I think Christmas has kind of there is certainly those who hold up the, you know, like religious Jesus's day of birth component of it but there's i think a lot of people who don't associate it all with any sort you know it's like a secular holiday for them it's just about getting together with family and and giving gifts and so i think a lot of people will celebrate it even if they celebrate other holidays i guess that's what i'm trying to say
0: yeah i think a lot of people can just appreciate the like the fun winter ideas that go along with christmas celebration
1: so before we, because next week when we record, Christmas will be over. So we are going to be talking about the new year. And we Oof. are planning to talk about personal goals we have and goals for this podcast. Woop woop. Uh, but before we close out, any other thoughts you want to share on the holiday season?
0: My only other thoughts are that... uh do not put yourself in a stressful spot just for christmas i think sometimes it's okay to be a christmas with the crank and sit it out and i think it's okay to go over the top and do all the like decorative stuff and focus on that stuff if that's what makes you happy i just think that you know it's one day and just do whatever feels right for you that's what i'm gonna do
1: yes amen I don't think I have anything to add to that. I think that's a wonderful note to end on. So we will catch you next week. See you then. Have a happy holiday.
0: Happy holiday.